Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adult Podcast. My name is Connor, and joining me in the studio today, we have Milana Martellero Bakken. <laughs> hey, it always impresses me when you say my maiden name right. Why? I feel like no one ever knows how to say it. Martellero. Martellero Bakken. Yeah, there we go. Milana is here with us, and we are about to kick off a little, what am I going to say, freestyle? Not freestyle, but sort of just like a a one-off that kind of complements what we're doing at Young Adults on a Thursday. But before we dive in to our content today, uh, we might be a little late to the game. This happened, I think, last week, but the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard trial came to an end. What are your thoughts? on the whole situation. (laughs) You know I have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) What are your thoughts on the whole situation? I feel like I was so invested. It was like watching something in history, like in pop culture, happen in real time. It felt like our O.J. Simpson trial. Less intense because it wasn't like murder, obviously. But I was so invested. I I don't – I think it was a just outcome. I don't know how much I should say, you know, because I don't know how invested yeah, people listening to this yeah. might be. I mean, I, I, I don't ever want to make light of anybody like yeah. anybody's abuse or anything like that. However, I will say I, f- I followed the trial first, like not so much. It, it would come up in like a suggested thing on like my YouTube channel, like every once in a while. Yeah. But then like the last like two or three weeks, I was all consumed. Like every day when I would walk Mac at night, my dog, I would watch like a review of like the day on a, on the trial. And here's all I'll say. I, I It surely feels like there was mistreatment both ways. Very toxic. Very toxic relationship, which we're actually going to be dropping some podcasts in the near future on toxic relationships. Um, but... I will say this, man, it didn't sound like she was telling the truth on a lot of stuff. Yeah, there were, she there were could some not like keep... caught red-handed lies. Yeah. That were, were a I little... I mean, here, here's what I'll say. Johnny Depp's lawyers, especially that one girl. Camille. Well, Camille, whatever. She is. She's, she's going to be like a pop icon. Yeah, she is... Her hours, her hourly rate just tripled. Yeah, yeah, she dominated <laughs> that, and and part of me almost felt bad for Amber Heard. It felt like her lawyers did not prepare her at all. Yeah, for anything, for any cross examination. Yeah, to it like felt like every question she was caught off guard. Every question, it felt like she was like trying to remember a script. Yeah, and dude. Okay, low key. I thought it was hilarious that Johnny Depp was like throwing shade at Aquaman and like <laughs> all this stuff. I've never seen Aquaman. Neither have I. I feel like ninety nine percent of the world hasn't seen Aquaman. <laughs> Maybe you have. Um, but dude, 
Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, wild. Crazy. It was like, felt like we were watching a movie. Yes. Like a TV show. Things would just come out day by day. Yes. Let me ask you this. Is pledging to do something and doing it the same thing? <laughs> no. Are you sure? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I've pledged many times to wash the dishes yeah, to there my you wife. Go. And I haven't done it, but I've pledged to do it. <laughs> same thing. Same sort of uh, thing. I would not use those synonymously. No. <laughs> it was a it was a crapshoot. It was. It was entertaining, that's for sure. Yes. But, uh, okay, that was just kind of, I don't know why that was in my mind, but um, <laughs> <laughs> let's dive in. Um, we are going to talk on this podcast about how to read your Bible better. Uh, at Young Adults on Thursday nights, we have launched into a summer series that we're doing all of June and all of July called Summer in the Psalms. We have a reading plan that we we put out little bookmarks on seats. We have a PDF reading plan available on our website. And I think on our Instagram page, we have pinned or highlighted or whatever you say, yeah. um, a copy of the reading plan uh, to to our social media. So if you follow us at all and you want to join in, hop on in and and jump into the reading plan. You will be seven, six or seven days behind, mm-hmm. but whatever. Start on whatever day it is. And I think daily we kind of post about what day it is on social. Hop in on that day. It, it's through the Psalms, so they're not chronological. You don't need the first one or two or whatever to understand. It's all sort of poetry, thoughts, prayers. Um, it's probably one of the most human books in the entire Bible. It 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 is very honest and kind of reveals. Uh, I don't know, just the duality of humanity, like our highs, our lows, our moments of faith, our moments of struggle. Um, And I think it's a great introductory book for anybody to get into the Bible. When you understand that it's poetry, when you understand that it's artistic, when you understand that it's just honest, um, it just kind of helps you have better conversations with God. And so if you're listening and you want to join us, um, hop in, jump on social media, see what day we're on, start reading, and then just kind of backtrack. Literally, the readings take five minutes to 10 minutes. If you're a slow reader, it'll take you about 10 minutes a day. So very accessible. Um, yeah. Anybody can do it. But I want to jump in and talk about why it's important for us to read the Bible and and basically what benefit will it bring to your life. But before we do that, maybe there's somebody listening to this podcast um, that they know what a Bible is literally, like they're not, they've seen the book itself. But I want to ask you, what is the Bible? Like if somebody were to ask you, what is the Bible? Obviously outside of like this, this book that's some primarily leather bound or whatever, like how would you describe to somebody what the Bible is? Like if, like in passing, like my elevator pitch, like yeah. Bible. If, if you're at coffee and you're hanging out with a friend and you go to get your laptop or something and they see you have a Bible in your backpack, they're like, yeah. "Oh, what? Like, what is the Bible really? Like, why do you read? What is it?" The Bible is a collective um, book of God's like word spoken to us, um, made up of some history, some poetry, um, some meditative um, scripture. I guess is how I would sort of give my five minute elevator pitch. Yeah. It's it's God's inspired word to us. Yeah. I love the way the Bible project sums it up. They say it's a unified story that leads to Jesus. 
And truly, I mean, I've like so racked good. my brain. I feel like that's the best description of what the Bible is. If yeah. you're just looking for like a sentence or two, um, it's a unified story that leads to Jesus. I love that mm-hmm. word story because I think we, in our culture and our society, whatever it is, we treat the Bible differently than we do most other books. And in some ways, I think that's good. And in other ways, I think that's bad. I think that we we honor the Bible as like a sacred, holy text. And I think that's a good thing because I do believe that it's a sacred and a holy text. Mm-hmm. But then we treat it and we read it differently than we do any other book. Yeah, And I think there's a lot of problem within that. I think that, like they say in the Bible Project, primarily the Bible is a story. It's a story of God revealing himself to humanity, and it's also a story of the reality of humanity. It's not just a book about God. It's, it's a book about us. It's about the flaws that we see within us, that the problems that humans have had since the beginning of time, um, and, and basically the answer to those problems, which obviously is, is Jesus, that why it's a unified story that leads us to Jesus. Um, but I think the Bible at its core is just God kind of revealing himself to us and leading us to Jesus. But yeah. it's a lot more simple. That That's a lot more simple of a phrase <laughs> than, uh, than I think a lot of people. They're like, okay, great. And they open it and they're like, what the heck am I reading? <laughs> um, why do you think people struggle reading their Bible? Oof. Like well, when you open yeah. it, if it's just this unified story that leads to Jesus, why, <laughs> why do so many people open it and they're like, what the heck? Yeah, I think there's lots of reasons. One, I think that there, you can open it sometimes and there is like a lack of context. Yeah. And so you're opening it and you're reading something about like why you can't eat a certain, like why you can't eat pork and it's re- it's confusing. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times it is confusing um, for people of like, I don't really understand it. Like I can't understand it when I open it. So... Why would I engage with it? Yeah. Um, which I think overall is just um, kind of a lie that we buy into of like, I'll never like be able to fully understand the Bible for like all it's worth. Yeah. Um, at least enough to like read it cover to cover. Because I think a lot of people don't even realize that you, like a lot of Christians these days probably don't realize that we probably should be reading <laughs> Oh yeah, our Bible cover to cover. Oh, and the majority of—I bet you—the majority of Christians that come to church and follow Jesus have never read their Bible cover to cover. That was me for yep. a very long time. Mm-hmm. I hadn't read my Bible cover to cover for years when I became a Christian. Yeah, and then finally I was like, oh, I probably should understand what this book, what this book says. I, I think another reason why people struggle with the Bible is because the Bible is all—it not only is it a story, but it's a library. And you were yeah. kind of talking about this earlier, like the Bible isn't written by one author. Yeah. It's written by a ton of different authors and there's tons of different books in the Bible. And so when you op- when you hold your Bible, when you go to read your Bible, you have to understand there's a unified story within a bunch of different books. Mm-hmm. So like imagine Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there's how many books in Harry Potter? 7? Yeah. Yeah, there's 7 there's 7 books in Harry Potter, but they're all telling the same story, yeah. even though each book is telling a different part of the bigger story. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same thing with the Bible. When you open the Bible, Genesis is a book inside of itself that is telling a story within the bigger story mm-hmm. of the Bible. And so I think it's very helpful to go in and understand like that when you open your Bible, you're not just reading a book. You're reading a bunch of books that mm-hmm. have been brought together and tell one 
greater story of the Bible. I also think people struggle to read the Bible. I I am not the greatest proponent of this, and I think my views on this are a little more radical, but I think a lot of people struggle to read the Bible because they get discouraged because everybody starts their read the Bible through in a year plan in January, and you get about three months in, maybe even like a month in, and you're just off. You're reading so yeah. slowly. You're reading so – you're not seeing the bigger picture of the story, and you just get discouraged, and there you are again, the same spot you were last year. You stopped. Do you have any history with Bible reading plans? Oh, gosh, yeah. I've, I've tried the Bible in a year. I've done the Bible in three months. I've done the Bible in six months. Um, I tried to do the Bible in a month when – Oh, really? You were my resident director, yeah. <laughs> Back in the yeah, day, the yeah. shred. Shout Good out old. to Nathan Finocchio and the shred. Yeah. <laughs> I I did not make it through that. I'll be honest. I read a lot. I would say I read about seventy five percent or seventy percent of it when I did read through the Bible in a year or a month. But I listened quite a bit as well. Yeah. No, that's what I would do. I would have to listen to it. Yeah. And I feel which was great. I think that plan serves its purpose, but I think, yeah, there's lots of like different plans out there. Some have worked for me, some haven't. The Bible in a year did not work for me because at some point I'd fall off one day and then I'd be off three days and then I'd be yeah. off a week and then I'd be off. Yeah. And then before you know it, it just like, it was drawn out over so long that it just, <laughs> it fell off. I was going to say, what do you think the biggest flaw in reading through the Bible in a year plan is? Is it just too slow? I yeah, I think it's too slow. I think we like it because it seems manageable. It's like yeah. oh, it's like three three chapters a day or right. whatever. And it's it the Bible like is a big book with lots of books in it within it and chapters. And so I think it's like oh, this is sort of more approachable. But by the end, <laughs> you draw it out so much, you kind of it just like lose not yeah. lose interest but kind of yeah it'd be like it would literally be like you want to read harry potter so you pick <laughs> up the first book and you are going to read through the first book in like three months yeah you know what i mean or something i don't know what it what it takes to get through uh the book of genesis and like reading the bible through in a year let's say it takes like three weeks or something like that yeah let's say you were going to try to read harry potter for three weeks like at some point, you just got to read it. Yeah. Like at some point, reading four paragraphs of Harry <laughs> Potter every day, you're going to forget what you read before. You're yeah. going to forget what's going on. You're going to jump in in random conversations and random stories. I mean, they, they broke the Bible down into chapters and verses to make it more memorable. But really, like there's certain sections of the Bible that are supposed to go together, even if they're yeah. not like – the, like Genesis 1 through 11 is actually a, a story inside of itself. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, we don't read Genesis 1, 2, and 3 and then be like, oh, okay, creation, like it's over. Like, no, like Genesis 1 through 11 is a story within even the greater story of Genesis. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people fall off because they don't know how to read the Bible, which sounds kind of weird. Yeah. But you need to read the Bible correctly to understand the Bible and, and, make the most of it. But yeah. before we dive into the weeds a little too much on that, because we're going to give you a step-by-step -step guide on how to read the Bible better at the end of this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I want to ask you personally, so we've talked about what the Bible is. Why do people struggle reading it? I, I Maybe boil it down a little bit more. Why would somebody even want to read the Bible? 
Hmm. What benefit does the Bible have to reading it and what role does it play in your life personally? Yeah, that's such a good question because there's so many layers to it. I think I grew up in a household in a sort of faith background where you just didn't read the Bible. You didn't engage with it at all. And it was sort of just saved for Sundays and someone would read it to you. And so there were some like parts of the Bible that I was really familiar with, maybe certain stories um, or instruction. And I remember when I first became a Christian, I realized that I could read it for myself and I could like take in everything that it had to offer. And it was like mind blowing. Like it was like I I was like missing something like this my whole life. Like it was like water to the soul immediately. I just couldn't get enough of it. Um, So I think for me personally, it's become like such a big part of my life. And um, I love, I love, love, love the Bible. And I think that may come from just like not having it for the longest time. But I think there for just personally, I see so many different benefits in my life that have come from engaging with the word. Um, there's like, there's instruction, like there is instruction, there's correction, there's like peace to be found. Like, I think I was watching this TikTok the other day, which sounds so, (laughs) I'm I'm not going to try and fight it the other day, but it was some giving, it was some study, um, of people that read their Bible for like, I think a month, like it was just one month. People read their Bible every day and people reported like feeling like less anxiety. People reported like feeling happier. People reported like sleeping better. Oh wow. Which was like interesting to me. I need to find this TikTok because I, yeah. <laughs> I have no like source to send you to. But I think there there is just so many different layers of it. I could go on and on and on right now about all the reasons why in my life personally and things I've seen for other people, things I've seen just in my friendships, in my relationships, in my marriage, um, in my work. Just so many benefits, um, so many different things that the Bible can reading and engaging with it can bring out. Because like we talked about earlier, there's so many different like sections There's so many different books There's so many different types of literature within the Bible. I have just found that it has changed my life for so many different reasons. So, yeah, that's my long winded answer. (laughs) I feel like it's hard to sum it up. It's like you can receive so many different things and there's so many different purposes for for engaging with your Bible. Yeah, I think so. I gave a message last week where I I listed off, I think, like 36 or 33 like reasons you should read your Bible from the Bible. And I wanted to go through just a few of those because I think they're very practical. And I think that it's things that we don't necessarily would think the Bible would bring to our life. But, but there, it really does. Um, Psalm 119, if you go through, you can actually read Psalm 119 this week. And Psalm 119 is actually a chapter of the Bible about the Bible. Technically, it's about the law. It's about God, the Old Testament word, but it's applicable to the entirety of the Bible, including the New Testament. Um, and it constantly, there's there's themes that continue to like go throughout Psalm 119. And one of those are blessing. Um not now I'm not like old school like health and wealth uh prosperity gospel type blessing like if you read it you'll never be <laughs> sick and you have a million dollars in your bank account but I do think that there is a blessing to reading and engaging with the bible because what you're doing is you're accessing the minds and the 
the mind and the thoughts of God. Yeah. You're you're beginning to create a filter in your life where the thoughts that you think and the way that you reason and the way that you determine what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's bad is through this filter of the words and the thoughts of God given and inspired through humans to be written down for his people for forever. And so there's this blessing when we read and we engage in our Bible on our life because we are now thinking and and making decisions in line with the word of God. Uh, Psalm 119.9 says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to God's word? You know, sexual sin is a huge deal in our generation. Um, everything from sexual identity, people who are wrestling with, with different sexual identities, people who um, wrestle with pornography struggles or sleeping together before they're married or just all these different things that I talk to so many people about who they themselves would would tell me whether it is a gender identity thing or pornography or sleeping together. They say that they feel like imprisoned and entrapped by these things. How can you stay on the path of purity? By living according to God's word. It goes on in 119.11 to say, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Um, I love that. I, I love that if you're struggling with sin, if you're if you feel like there is just something that you cannot do or, or like get right, or there's something that you cannot shake, I honestly believe that when you start to read the Bible and when you start to to kind of live your life through the lens and the filter of the word, sin just slowly starts to lose its grip yeah. on your life. And there's one I'm trying to find it. It's 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 funny to me. <laughs> um, oh, here it is. Psalm 119, 129, and 130. It says, Your statutes are wonderful, therefore I obey them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. That's just a kind Bible way of saying mm -hmm. it makes you smarter if you're stupid. So literally, <laughs> if you're not very smart, if you didn't do good in school— you can do gooder. You can do. <laughs> you can do better by reading your Bible. Like, not only is there spiritual wisdom, there's a lot of practical wisdom for yeah. life found in the Bible, found in the Book of Proverbs. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, those are just those are like three or four like the blessing that comes just in life with with thinking the way that God thinks. Uh, the the sexual purity, um, the dealing with sin, and then honestly just becoming wiser. If you're in here, if you're listening to this and you're like on the fence about like, what is this actually going to do for me? Yeah. Go read through Psalm 119 and it it is just over and over and over again. When it talks about your word, when it talks about your statutes, when it talks about your promises, those are all references to God's word. Mm -hmm. And it's just benefit after benefit after benefit after benefit. Um, you need the Bible in your life. It will literally change your life. It talks about precepts, commands, statutes, mm -hmm. decrees. Those are all synonymous for God's word. And so, yeah, I think I think that is why those are the benefits um, of reading the Bible every single day. Yeah. So if you were to go, if somebody were to like, okay, like you convinced me, um, I will, I'll kind of give the Bible some time in my life. How would you instruct somebody going about like starting to read the Bible? Like if somebody's never really read it seriously, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, like kind of like you were. You're familiar with it. You knew some of the stories, right. but you yourself never really took it seriously to read it. 
Um, but there, but maybe somebody listening is like, Hey, I want to like, I want to read this. I want to take it seriously and read it. What would you say to them? How would you coach them into doing that? Right. I think now there are so many amazing resources about the Bible, like all over one that we push constantly through IA. You've probably heard us talk about it a million times on this podcast Yes, (laughs) is the Bible project. Um, which is incredible, completely free resource, 100% free YouTube website. They have a podcast. Um, but Connor actually quoted them at the very beginning of this, actually. Um, but they just have really approachable, um, resources on the Bible. And if you're like, I don't even know where to start, start there, start with someone who can just really they have a way of just explaining really complex things like the Bible. The Bible is complex. It, it is. is. Yeah. It's not. We don't think you should read the Bible and understand it. And right. if you don't, you're stupid. Exactly. The Bible is a complex thing, yeah. but there is ways to understand it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do such a good job at just breaking it down and making it like something really complicated, feel really approachable and simple. Um so, yeah, I'd say start there. I think they have a great video, actually, about, like, what the Bible even is. And I yeah. think they give that definition and go into a little bit more de- depth about um, the Bible and its role in our life. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that's a great place to start. Yeah, like, I, I want you to hear me typing, so I'm going to type really loud. <laughs> if you have never read the Bible cover to cover— um, and you've never really taken seriously reading the Bible, and it feels intimidating, it feels out of touch, it feels like you've tried, but maybe you just can never understand really what's going on, here is how I would say to start. At first, and this might sound counterintuitive, grab your Bible, but put it down. Don't open it quite yet. This is what I want you to do. www. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love this. The loud typing. Bible. I hope you can hear me. Typing. If not, I'll add little typing sounds. <laughs> Project.com. www.thebibleproject.com. You're going to go there and it's going to take you. It's actually bibleproject.com, but it'll just, <laughs> it'll reroute you. You get to the home screen. There's going to be a little bar at the top in white that says watch, app, podcast, Bible studies, blog, give, go to watch, click <laughs> on it. Literally, then It'll bring up this little tab. There is a thing that says how to read the Bible. Click on that. It will take you to a page with their their little beginner's guide to how to read the Bible. You will literally see, it'll open it up. It's a, it's a cartoon of a guy sitting by a tree. It says how to read the Bible. Watch that video. Mm-hmm. And then there's videos underneath that say how to read the Bible intro to the Bible, how to read biblical narrative, how to read biblical poetry, how to read biblical prose and discourse. These are all the different types of writing that you'll see in the Bible, but it'll give you a foundation to be like, oh, okay, like this is what I'm about to dive into. You'll have already a better understanding of everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. Next thing that I would suggest, again, before you you dive in, is ditch your read the Bible in a year plan. Yes. Screw it. It sucks. (laughs) Throw it out. Stop trying to read your Bible in a year. Um, Read your Bible like you would any other book. Read your Bible like a story. Read it. Like you said this earlier, you don't pick up Harry Potter and read three paragraphs and then say, man, that was great. I'm going to think about that (laughs) and then jump in tomorrow. 
Love that we're using Harry Potter as the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people in the Midwest are like, no. My mother-in-law is like, Malata. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lord of the Rings, whatever you want. <laughs> they would love that. Yeah. But yes, see the bigger story. Yeah. Read it like a story because that's what it is. Like you don't have to read a book a day, but like mm-hmm. you wouldn't pick up a book you're really into Again, Harry Potter, whatever, and read small <laughs> segments of it. Or some yeah. people read like a verse a day. I think that's terrible. That would not terrible, but like that would it, it, it just you're never going to see the bigger picture. Right. You're never going to read a, a sentence from Harry Potter yeah, a day. That'd be like opening Harry Potter in the middle of the chapter and reading like a paragraph with like nothing. With no context yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And expecting to get something out of it. Yeah. So here here's my challenge. And I'm going to challenge young adults to do this starting in September. Um, so you get a little peek and insight and our interns that do our internship are going to do this. I want you to Google read through the Bible in four months. Now, for some of you, you're like, wait, I can't even make it through a year. How am I going to do it in four months? Because it's actually easier when you read it in bigger chunks. It, reading through the Bible in four months is going to require you reading 10 chapters a day which at max will take you 30 minutes. Yeah. So even if you want to break it up and read 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night, you're going to read through the Bible in four months. What that's going to do is allow you to see the bigger picture that is taking place. Read the Bible in four months and see the bigger story. And here's another thing that I think throws us off so much when we try to read through our Bible is we try to read our Bible and study our Bible at the exact same time. And yeah. those are two different practices. Yeah, 100%. I think people get so thrown off in Bible reading plans because they'll read something they don't understand. They'll read something that they think is interesting mm-hmm. and they'll stop and they'll go on Google or whatever and get in this rabbit trail. And for the next three days, they don't read because they don't understand the small part. Right. So... Watch the Bible Project videos. Uh, read the Bible in four, three to four months. Go get a four-month Bible reading plan. Read it and read it like you would any other book. See the bigger story. Don't mm-hmm. this. Oh, this might sound sacrilegious, and I wanna, I wanna be careful how I say this. There is power in every word of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So stop overemphasizing the like the power of like the one verse or the one segment that like everybody knows there's power in those a hundred thousand percent but we get so caught up in the details that we miss the bigger picture read it like a story right do not study the bible the same time you read it get a journal get your phone and as you're reading the bible make notes of the things you don't understand, yeah. or the things you find interesting. Questions. The questions. Write down the chapter, write down the verse of the book. What questions do you have? But still read. Don't stop reading. Yeah. Do not stop. When you start in Revelation, once you get to Genesis, or wow, <laughs> when you start in Genesis <laughs> and you get to Revelation and you're finished, go back to your notebook, go back to your journal, and then you have. You have, what, four months? You've got eight months of the rest of the year mm-hmm. to go through and research and study, study. Yeah. certain books, certain mm-hmm. passages, certain stories you didn't understand. But you have the full context of the entire Bible to now do that with. So go back and study after you have read. And then mm-hmm. 
if you're still confused and you're like, what's going on? Let me show you another little trick. Listen to me <laughs> type. I, I feel like you were, you were about to do what I was thinking of. What? Go to YouTube? Oh. <laughs> YouTube.com. Check this out. Let's say you want to start. You want to start in Genesis. You type into the search bar in YouTube. You forget all my basketball videos and Stranger Thing videos. <laughs> you go to Bible. If I can type it right. Project. Genesis. And check this out. They have created a video explaining literally every single book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. So let's say you go through, you watch all the things. You you go through the how to read the Bible plan and you're like, okay, like I got I think I got a little understanding of what I'm about to dive into. You get into Genesis and you're like, what's going on? YouTube.com, Bible Project Genesis, Bible Project Leviticus, Bible Project Matthew, Bible whatever. There's a video to explain to you the bigger story of what is happening in that book, mm -hmm. and it'll make sense. So, am I forgetting anything? Do I need no. to add anything? No, I think that's great. That'll, and I feel like doing that will help you with not only seeing the bigger story, but those notes, those questions you have. It'll sort of help you be able to like not stop and just read because you feel like you have yeah it'll the answer context. it'll answer a lot of your questions yeah so why are we saying this like why why are we devoting a podcast to this why are we trying to make this as simple and accessible as possible because the more conversations I have the less people are actually reading their Bibles yeah I talk to so many young adults that never read their Bibles or start and never get past Genesis. Or do the whole like randomly open my Bible and see what God's trying to speak to me that day. Bad idea. <laughs> Don't do that. Read your Bible. And and our hope, our goal of this podcast is to resource you and maybe give you some structure, maybe give you some tools to use to read it, to understand it, and to study it better for the rest of your life. And then my last thing that I would say would be just to read it every year. Yeah, I, I'm trying to make it a, a goal in my life to read through the Bible every single year and to read through the Bible in three to four months every single year so that I have eight to nine months to study the Bible and all the different things that I see, all the different insights yeah. and things like that. So watch the Bible Project video if you have no context of what's going on. Read the Bible like you would any other book. Read it in three to four months so you see the bigger story. Don't study the Bible while you read it. Have a notebook, have a journal, have your phone. Make notes of the things you want to go back and study. Um, if you're still unsure, go to YouTube, watch Bible Project videos on that specific book, and do it every single year. And I promise you, it will change your life forever. Yeah, honestly, that we gain nothing from you. Zero. <laughs> like, literally, Zero. we have nothing to gain here. We just, we know, like, this is as... We just know it'll change your life, and we know as Christians we're instructed to be in our word. It says in Matthew that God, man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from God. And so we want this for you because we know it'll bring, like, transformation. We know it'll change your life. Um, so, yeah, just just trust us on this one. Yeah, be, be in the Bible. Be in your Bible. Um, anything coming up for anybody listening that we need to plug? Park night this week. Oh, that's right. In the Denver metro area. Yeah. If you're listening to this on the week it's released, 
Uh, we are doing a park night at Wash Park, uh, 6.30 at Wash Park. Go to our social media. Go to our Instagram, which is? At Red Rocks YA. Red Rocks YA. We'll, we will post a ton on where you can find us. Um, we're also launching a TikTok. We we're, do have a TikTok. We have a TikTok. We're we don't TikToks. We don't have a lot on it yet. We don't. But we are gathering content <laughs> to vomit on TikTok. <laughs> we, are, we are going to just release uh, a ton of different content on TikTok. So go there, follow us there. Do you remember what our TikTok handle is? Um, if I am not mistaken, it should be the same. Okay, so Red Rocks YA. Red Rocks YA. On TikTok. On TikTok. Okay. Find us there. I'm pretty sure we're the only one. Follow along. Yeah. Enjoying the journey. Milana, <laughs> any closing thoughts on the Bible or anything like that that you just want to say? <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll change your life. Best book I ever read. Um and honestly, if you if you are if you're like, okay, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm gonna do this, like I'm gonna for the first time engage with this, like send us email us, send us a DM. Like we wanna hear like your experience with this. We wanna hear um maybe questions or thoughts like if you like how it's going like yeah. send us things like we want to know ask how us this questions journey, yeah we is, might not have the best answers <laughs> <laughs> but we'll help like that's what we're here for we're here to help your relationship with jesus be the best that it can be yeah so well hey thank you for listening uh be sure to rate and review our podcast and share it with anybody that you think could benefit from listening to it uh, Milana, will you pray for us, and then we will be we'll be all out. Man, Lord, we just thank you so much for every person listening to this. God, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to just um, read your word, God, to just be able to engage with in any way that we can. God, I pray that as people are listening to this, Lord, that they would feel something stir in their heart um, to just engage with you more, Jesus, to to not feel intimidated or um, or not smart enough. Um, whatever it may be, whatever's keeping them from engaging with their Bible, God, I pray that that would just um, just sort of be pushed aside, God, and they would feel this new sense of urgency to just um, get in your word and and to learn more about it, God. I pray that as people do, they would begin to see really quickly the results of it, God, that they would be able to see fruit come from their life. Jesus, we know that your word says that we or when we are in your word, it's like we are planted by streams of water, Jesus, and that um, we then become fruitful. And so, God, I pray that over everybody's lives. Help us finish our psalm reading plan strong, God. Help us engage with it in a way that brings um, a fresh, a freshness to our life, Jesus. We love you. We thank you for everybody listening to this, God. Um, keep us safe this week and uh, bring everybody and all their friends to Park Night on Thursday. We love you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening. Um, click that follow or subscribe button. We're on, we're on, uh, wow, Apple Podcast and Spotify. And soon we're going to have some clips up on YouTube. We're going to bring the video of the podcast back in some way, shape or form. So for social media, maybe potentially, <laughs> who knows? So anyway, all right, thanks. We'll see you again in two weeks. Peace out.